This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Welcome to Spice Bags, where three opinionated ladies, Blanca, May and me, Dee, have a dish about food in Ireland from an international perspective. Hi, welcome everybody to Spice Bags podcast. We are coming to you from the Guinness Storehouse here in Dublin 8. Um, Myself, Blanca and May have been invited in to celebrate the Lunar New Year in Dublin with the Guinness Storehouse as they have lots of celebrations happening and they have turned the Guinness Storehouse red for the occasion. So when you come in, there's a beautiful Chinese lantern that greets you downstairs. There's red lights throughout. And then they also talk about, which we're going to talk about, is Guinness's link and history with Asia in terms of exporting. And they actually have so many, as you can imagine, links to different countries with brewing and how they had to take different considerations in with the beer um, exporting it. So we've just had lunch in 1837 restaurant and as part of the Dublin Lunar New Year um, festivities, the uh, restaurant has worked and collaborated with Hackahan Restaurant in Stony Badder, which opened last year, I believe. And um, we have John Bueno joining us now, who's the executive head chef here at the storehouse. John, welcome. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Guinness Storehouse. Oh, thank you very much for having us. Okay. May is here with me as well. And the Hi. And uh, we're going to chat um, about, uh, John, you'll be telling us about the, the dish that you've collaborated with the guys on. But um, I think, May, first we want to talk a little bit to John about your background. Isn't that right? Yeah, oh. actually. Um, I understand you're from the Philippines originally. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And I've been here for um, 21 years in Ireland. Do you, I mean, I know that in the Philippines, sometimes Lunar New Year is celebrated and sometimes it's not. Did you, is that something that you grew up doing? Uh, Well, one trivia actually is the oldest um, um, Chinatown in the world is in the Philippines, just so you know. (laughs) So, oh, wow. um, Is it um, in a city or? Oh, it is a town in Binondo, it's inside Manila. And uh, we they do celebrate the Chinese New Year around there, but it's uh, it's everywhere. Even if uh, they're not half Chinese or what, um, they do um, celebrate the Chinese New Year in there. Not as big as what we do for our our, our you know annual New Year. Yeah. Um, but um, every household knows that it is a Chinese New Year, and uh, they actually have this. Um, it's like um, a cake, a moon cake that uh, is you know it's be it's uh, it's given as a gift to each household and uh, yeah that's the the popular thing that they do back home that's lovely it's all about food yeah and you've been here at the guinness storehouse you were saying for 11 years is is, that right that's right yeah and the we've just sampled the lunch the hakanan hakahan dishes um can you tell us a little bit about collaborating with uh hakan and the chefs there all right, that's right. Um, well, we found a Hakahan um, through uh, social media. And the good thing about it, it's because it's in our community and we wanted to help our community at first after the pandemic. So uh, when we found Hakahan and we felt like this is something that we can collaborate with 1837 because it speaks the same way as how we do it uh, in 1837. So um, we made contact with them and they were very happy yeah. um, to, to do a collaboration with us. And uh, we met the chef, Terry, 
And uh, I think who may you were saying? Where is he from? You were. I mean, Terry. I think was originally from China, Sichuan, and he went somewhere else, and now he's at Hakkahan. He's but he's yeah. from um, Sichuan oh. province. Oh yeah, that's yeah, <laughs> he is. So that's why there is a bit of uh, Szechuan um, influence on the dish that we have yeah. in 1837. So we sampled two dishes. There was the tofu version right. and then the beef short rib. Can you tell yeah. us a little bit about the dish? Oh, absolutely. Well, first, uh, the beef that we have is local, Irish. Yeah. And it's sourced from our butcher, um, Gahan's Meat of Finglas. And uh, we've been working uh, for a very long time with them and any needs that we have for uh, specifications and all that, uh, they actually do um, help us out. Um, so that made a big influence on our menu making. Uh, but then again, the beef that we have in 1837, we actually sous vide it for 24 hours. And that's it's why very it's tender. very tender. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, all the juices that we got from there, we kind of reduce it. And then uh, we did a little bit of stint with uh, Terry uh, as well. So we, we, we actually got a, a lot of um, techniques from mm. him on how to do Szechuan uh, cooking. Yeah. And uh, of course, the sauce that we have in um, 1837 at the moment um, was made by um, Chef Terry. Mm. Um, but we have actually reduced Guinness as well in the sauce so that's oh. why there's a little bit of bitterness and you know um smoky flavor in the in the dish yeah i have a quick question um yes, just because right. you have been you know the chef at guinness for yeah. so long what is the most outlandish recipe that you have done using guinness well um we had this gig before over in uh, the open gate brewery um and this is guinness in space Oh, so yeah? we have to think of something that uh, you know would uh, would influence uh, Guinness and uh, you know to collaborate with some sort of a space food. So we actually did um, an oyster ice cream with Guinness, oh, and wow. we serve it. It was floating underneath, so we use magnets to make the plates float. <gasps> so I think that's so cool. Oh, that's pretty cool. I wish I'd seen that. That's so cool. Yeah, um, a lot of people have been invited on on that uh, night, and uh, it was very successful. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the dishes were absolutely beautiful and they're uh, they're available for the next for the entirety of the Lunar New Year. Isn't That's that right. right? Yeah. 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 So and my last question, actually, yeah, absolutely. what Asian foods do you think pair really well with Guinness? Um, there's a lot of Asian food, and that's really good question. Yeah. Um, but you All have to know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have to know each region. And I don't want to be biased because I'm Filipino. Um, well, for you, I guess maybe, yeah. What yeah. would your favorite dishes be to have with well, Guinness? I'll give you a story. When I first started the chef, they actually put me in one corner, and I had to do 4,000 dumplings at first. So I will never oh, forget that because it's dumplings. not only um, I'm working with. Um, uh, like uh, a high-end hotel back home. I don't know if you know um, Shangri-La. Oh, yeah. Um, it's a, a group of hotels and resorts uh, back home. And um, we actually, they actually have a really um, good Chinese restaurant uh, in the hotel. But all the chefs there were actually Chinese. So it was really hard to, <laughs> to penetrate in. Um, but then again, they showed me how to do these dumb things. Um, and I, it actually teach me patience. Mm. For that and that's a, a really good key to be a good chef yeah you know um, but dumplings and guinness yes yes yeah, that's right nice? yeah okay. because uh you can have a lot of sauces with it you can have it spicy sweet or sour so that complements uh with the drink
John, thank you so much for taking the time to join us. That's yeah, absolutely, been absolutely chatting, absolutely amazing chatting to you. Yeah. And um, we recommend to everybody to come in and try the take the tour, see the the links to um, Guinness and Asia, and then to try the the Hakan dishes. So thanks so much yeah. for chatting to us. Thanks for coming, and uh, I hope you come back again soon. Yes, Definitely. happy New Year. Happy, happy New, New Year. Year. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. Well, that was so great to have John in to speak with us. Um, now I'm here with May and Blanca, obviously, and we're chatting to two of our friends who came in with us today into the Guinness Storehouse. I have Carol Cherical and uh, Yvonne Kennedy. Guys, thanks for joining us. We're so happy to have you here on the new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year. <laughs> Amazing. Love it. Um, it was so interesting to speak to John and, and we've all just had those beautiful uh, dishes that were collaborated with the Hakahan restaurant. May, you were just telling me something really interesting, which I didn't realize. The Hakka are actually people in China, not a region. Is that right? Yeah, it's um, I think it's an ethnicity slash culture. Um, there's a distinctive dialect, um, there are distinctive customs, but there's no actual region. So it's like a di diaspora. So, so I was comparing it almost to the the Jewish yeah. diaspora, so they're everywhere, and um, they're um, so Hakka means kaja, so it means literally guest people, um, and um, and they're they're very well loved throughout the Chinese, like yeah. you know Chinese people love the Hakka. Hakka are very proud to be Hakka, yeah. um, and I believe the owner of Hakka Han is Hakka, even though his chef is from Sichuan. Oh, okay. So Hakka Taiwanese will be very distinct from Hakka Hong Kong. Okay. And, you know, and there's a big ha uh, Hakka population in South America. Yeah. And that's distinct as well. Yeah. I think in Taiwan, their um, Hakka cuisine is very well known. And um, they're not really a minority, though, because yeah. they're not small in numbers. They're just spread yeah. out all over China and Taiwan and Hong Kong as yeah. well. And the Hakka and a lot of our restaurant people here in Dublin, Chinese restaurant people here in Dublin are Hakka. Okay. Like mm, Kevin nice. Kui from Sichuan. Sichuan, yeah. yeah. Well, um, Yvonne, you're um, from Taiwan, is that right? Yeah. And um, Carl, you're from Korea. Yes. And um, so we wanted to speak to you today about the Lunar New Year traditions around foods that you both celebrate as part of your cultures or would have celebrated growing up. Yvonne, can I go to you first and tell us a little bit about what the Lunar New Year means to you in terms of food and food traditions. Yeah, so Taiwan would be um, southern China. Yeah. And it's a more uh, rice-based cuisine. So um, I know in China they make dumplings, but dumplings are made from wheat. So that's a more northern cuisine. Mm -hmm. In Taiwan, we, for Chinese New Year, we actually have hot pot. So it's like fondue, but cooked in broth. I love hot pot. <laughs> Blanca has just opened my eyes to hot pot. <laughs> We've know. been in Highland. And so a lot of the food um, in Chinese for New Year, I talked to May about this before, but a lot of the dishes have puns in them. Oh, yes. So um, like in Hong Kong, they would eat the seaweed called fa cai. It looks like hair. And yes. it's, the meaning is hair vegetable. It okay. looks like you're eating a bundle of hair, but it actually sounds like to get rich. So, okay. um, and in Taiwan, we eat a lot of uh, food that's circular or round because it symbolizes wholeness and um, getting together. So we say for uh, the hot pot, we say gather around the pot. So the family would sit around and they'd um, cook together. And I think also because women have to make so many other things that it actually is rest for the 
the mom. Yeah. <laughs> not have nice. to cook the meal. Yeah. And she can eat with the family. Otherwise, mm-hmm. she'd be in the kitchen bringing out a dish at a time while everyone else ate. So this is a nice way to include the, the women yeah. of the family, you know? That's really nice. Yeah. Carol, what about you? Well, in Korean culture, it's actually the women slave over the two days or three days. And uh, there's a couple of things that's very specific to Korean culture. So in terms of food, we would have a couple of dishes that are very traditional. Called um, One's called tteokguk, which is um, rice cakes with dumplings and eggs and like a chicken or depending on who's cooking it, a very brothy but whole hearty. Uh, but the, the rice cakes would be the kind of the main ingredient in it. So then everybody would eat that uh, as part of the celebration. It's sort of, you know, this is what you eat. And then the other uh, I can recall from my growing up is um, juns, um, which is sort of battered, whatever it could be, uh, seafood battered with, uh, and then you fry it. And somehow um, you could do scallion juns, so pajan as we call it, um, which is literally scallion um, battered kind of pancakes, okay. I guess. Um, and then the other thing that you cook a lot of other stuff, um, in Korean culture, what we do is we celebrate sort of remembrance of the dead, if you will. Yeah. So there's a, a big sort of uh, table we prepare for our ancestors. So every sort of food possible, um, including these two things I, I mentioned, but also like rice cakes. Uh, so anything kind of fancy you want to put up for your ancestors, and then you end up eating them after mm-hmm. the ceremony so it's a big big party and which all the ladies are cooking all day so we're, not, <laughs> we're in the kitchen <laughs> until everybody's done eating and then you know you have parties and things afterwards as well yeah. of course are you doing this new year's eve or new year's day well the 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 ceremonies on the day but okay. the party would you know you prepare the day before but there's all the other things and then the day is the ceremony and then you have the you know the games and etc and then the day after i think is kind of a another day to celebrate and so it's like a three-day celebration um i wanted to talk a little bit about the heritage of guinness in asia um i thought the display that they have is fascinating just i was really not aware of how important guinness is to singaporean culture and may and i spend a whole afternoon looking at youtube videos of guinness (laughs) ads in singapore (laughs) by this famous actor george lamb who looks a little bit like my father singer singer singer. they're fascinating so google george lamb uh guinness but um what did you guys think though all the animals and how they're called bulldog or red blood tongue uh red no red tongue wolf can you explain that a little better? Is that a the, the brand? So Guinness is called Red Red Blood Wolf. So because the bottlers that bottled Guinness were named differently, so people got accustomed to those names, and to this day they still use it. But and they became emblems, part of the logo. Logo. I thought and, that was really interesting. Yeah, yeah, Bulldog in Malaysia. What did you guys think, Carol? Have you been like? Have you seen Guinness when you've been traveling in Asia or in Singapore or Malaysia? Yeah, I mean, beer is a very Alcohol is a very big uh, culture in Asia, <laughs> even more so than in Ireland. Most. Um, so, it, you know, everybody gathers around drinks and food. Um, it's not you don't talk about work. You talk about food, you know. So, yeah, beer. I've seen Guinness beer, Tiger beer, you know, all sojus, different rice yeah. wines. There's so much culture around alcohol, not in a, you know, excessive way, but in, in just a conversational way, I suppose. So yeah, I've seen it and it's, you know, delicious. <laughs> it's um, very much part of 
our New Year's traditions. Mm. I suppose alcohol is tied into celebrations and stuff. Mm. Is that the same in Korea and in China? Are they tied in as well? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just um, an excuse to get together, enjoy family through food and, and drinks. Um, it's paired very well together, I'd say. Yeah. I think, but it, I think the difference is um, in Taiwan anyway, when you drink, you you to you always toast each other mm, and mm. you do bottoms up so yeah. you know you get drunk faster i'd say yeah. <laughs> and there's way there's cultures around how to drink exactly you know so you have to turn your head uh, sideways if you're uh, uh, mm -hmm. younger to kind of provide respect to your seniors or you know if you're a lady this uh, who pays for what so there's a whole culture around kind of you know drinking mm -hmm. and in a respectable way i guess yeah. yes etiquette so you Etiquette, have to pour yeah. other people a drink before you pour your own. Okay. And then when you raise your glass, you should make eye contact and raise yeah. your glass. Oh, yes. And then drink. You can't just be, oh, I'm thirsty. I'm going to yeah. drink right now. And another tradition, which I know myself and May and Blanca tried to uphold today, is wearing red mm. for the Lunar New Year. Is this just a Chinese etiquette or is this across all Asian Not countries? in Korean culture. Not in yeah. Korean but culture. But you would wear your traditional, if you have it, um, hanbok, which is yes. traditional wear. Um, but not many people do that anymore. Um, I have red underwear on. Do you? <laughs> I'm just saying, someone told me it would bring me good luck. So here Caroline, I am. <laughs> Carolyn Korea, do you have red envelopes? Not red envelopes. That, so that's Chinese um, okay. specific. But yes, it's part of the whole New Year celebration. It's the New Year. So people that are um, children and younger than you, uh, you would get a white envelope. Uh, it doesn't have to be a red. We don't have a red envelope. Red is not a traditional Korean thing. But you get money. Yeah. <laughs> so everybody does what's called asheve. Um, so it's like a ceremony uh, as part of this uh, um, aforementioned um, the food ceremony you talked about. So mm -hmm. after that's done, the kids will go and they do like a uh, ceremony uh, to the living people that like are a bow older. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. So you it's with your hanbok if you have it, and then if you do this uh, the jar, which is you get down and. And kind of bow like yeah. all the way down okay <laughs> then you get a white envelope Ooh. and and you can get as many as possible and it's oh so you go around bowing oh, to as, as many people and, as and, many and seniors and you, collecting the cash that would oh, do it for the whole year yeah oh god mm. i wanted uh yvonne to tell us about wearing red red is such a beautiful color so tell us about why red is important because red is very important in chinese culture I don't know what the origins are. Um, I have my nieces know? actually. Yeah, my nieces uh, kind of told me that for one, um, for New Year's, you know, there's the Nian demon, and Yvonne Nian, mentioned yeah. puns. So there's a demon called the Nian, and the word for year is Nian. So there was a Nian demon who would go around, I think, sucking children's brains out. Anyway, <laughs> the Nian demon was scared by loud noises, so that's why we have firecrackers, and also the color mm, red. Yeah. But I also think that red, right? is just a biologically attractive color. Like they've done mm. studies about women wearing red as opposed to women wearing any other colors or hummingbirds being attracted to red flowers. So I think that there's almost, yeah, I think it's almost an instinct okay. that we find it. Mm -hmm. To be drawn to red, yeah. yeah. So I think um, wearing red is in the floor, folklore as being able to ward off evil. So like there's yeah. a very famous story in Chinese called Bai Shilzhen about this, uh, uh, a, a serpent, a female serpent uh, spirit who fell in love with a mortal. So she takes human form and she's helping him and everything. But I think a friend of his thought it was uh, he was too 
too much enchanted and it was um, ruining his life so I think they gave her a garment that was sewn with red thread and the minute she puts it on she turns back into a serpent. I thought that was actually a very unfair story. I know, right? Do you do you guys tend to, you know, you've obviously moved here and and moved around the world as well in different places. Would you still um celebrate the Lunar New Year as you move from country to country? Do you celebrate it here in Ireland? Um I we because there um when I first moved here there wasn't that many um Asian I came here like seventeen years ago. Yeah. So we did have a few uh, members of the community and we'd get together and do things together mostly for our children to um you know collect their red emblems <laughs> not to experience <laughs> the traditions i should say <laughs> but uh but now there's so many um asians all over um ireland so yeah. we actually make less of an effort because it's ready-made so, sure yeah and this is actually the first year in Dublin that they've called the festival the Dublin Lunar New Year before this it was the Dublin Chinese New Year which is obviously oh. reflecting the diversity of cultures that are here That's great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. what about you Carl Do well um, I moved here from the States um, yes. and I grew up in California so in California there's a huge immigration population there yeah. so there's a huge Korean culture Chinese culture so yes it's very heavily celebrated there um, because it's sort of a mini soul you know yeah. <laughs> you also mentioned you had a lot of extended family in yeah. la and so that kind of exactly again, like what yeah. you're saying about these traditions the korean traditions, absolutely the ancestor worship and we always did it growing up right. yeah okay. every yeah, until i became an adult so it, the, the tradition is that the oldest son sort of takes on that responsibility of the ceremonies uh, the of the dead so normally where you get the money is when you do that and then the the kids will all kind of gather around eat the food and then you do the the ceremony so um, since I am not the oldest son, I did not take on that responsibility. Um, well, I've really enjoyed today. It has been so much fun coming here to the Guinness Storehouse and celebrating the new year with you and getting to have lunch here. Um, we just like to thank the Guinness Storehouse for inviting us in and to be part of their Lunar New Year celebrations. I also forgot to mention that when you come in, you can get um, people might know that you get a stouty where you can get your face digitally printed onto the top of a pint but they also have one for the lunar new year where you can get the year of the tiger which we could do a whole podcast episode on the animal zodiac of the of the chinese <laughs> the chinese zodiac um but it is the year of the tiger and so we wish everybody listening a happy new year and thank you carol thank you yvonne um anything else blanca made i would love to talk to these ladies for I another know. hour but you know i think yes I think our time is done Yes. Thank so you thank you, everybody. Us. Thank you for and having us. You make yeah. sure and as usual, follow us on social media and we'll have lots of updates about events for the Dublin Lunar New Year, including our own, which is happening this Sunday on the 6th of February um, in Cushing Restaurant on Wicklow Street. And you can find out details of that on our social media. Thanks, everybody. If you like what you heard or better yet have a question or response or comment to anything that we said today we really want to hear from you so please contact us at instagram at spice bags pod twitter as well as the same spice bags pod or you can email us at spice bags pod at gmail.com 